What is up? Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company. Uh, they make all natural sports nutrition products. Uh, they were founded by a retired Army Ranger. Uh, he was tired of bad sports nutrition products. Um, you've ever taken sports nutrition products? Uh, a lot of them, you know, don't taste very well. Uh, a lot of them kind of give you some weird, jittery, nauseous feelings. Make your face tingle. I hate that shit. Uh, so he, along with a couple of his chemist buddies uh, from Berkeley University, uh, set out to create supplements that not only tasted good, uh, but were healthy for you and didn't give you all those nasty side effects. Uh, but they've developed everything from uh, really awesome protein powder. They got vanilla and chocolate. It's all you need. You mix them together, it's even better. Uh, but the protein, they, you don't need a shaker bottle. Uh, you, you, use a, you don't need an agitator. You, you don't need anything. You can put a, a scoop in a, a half bottle of water, uh, shake it for about 20 seconds, and it completely mixes up. It's, it's amazing. Uh, but they've also came up with some weight loss supplements uh, like Catalyst XT. Uh, it works for about 95% of the people who take it. Um, and also, since uh, the products are all natural, uh, that means you can combine the products to get uh, better results. Uh, the most popular combo, I say it every week because it is, uh, is the Swole Combo. Uh, this combo combines the uh, Catalyst XT and the uh, Nitro NO2 and the pre-workout drink Max Out. Uh, and it'll, it'll give you a pump that you're going to regret tomorrow. Uh, but you can go to their website, uh, rangernutrition.com, uh, to find out more about all these products. Uh, once you decide to buy, go ahead and use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout uh, to receive 15% off your order. But that's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, My Easy Company. Uh, you can go to their website, myeasycode.com, and uh, get yourself a care package. Uh, if you want to send it to uh, soldiers overseas or to your emergency services people here in the States, uh, they do both. Uh, if you just want to tell Officer John, thank you for helping you fix your flat tire, you can send him a care package. Uh, all these care packages are customizable, uh, which means you can go in and pick what you want to put in them. You're not just paying money to send a care package. You can pick what you want to put in the care package. Uh, if you don't have time to pick that, you can... Pick a custom package. They have those too. So, but you can go to uh, myeasycode.com and use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout and you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, also, uh, Repo Records, uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week. Uh, they taught us everything we know about sound and they're still doing it because I don't understand it. <laughs> but that's what they do. Uh, they're also helping us out on some other projects that we're working on. So, we really appreciate those guys. But that's Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, this week in studio, we have the guys from iNormal, Jack and Jason. They, uh, <clears throat> you know, always like to talk about cannabis. I, I feel strongly about it. And uh, with the recent uh, revelations that have came in Indiana uh, about the attorney general saying that uh, CBD was going to be completely illegal. Uh, coming from someone who uses it and just has to buy it in the store, I uh, found that very disturbing. And I uh, called Jack, and I was like, "What do we? Can we? Can we do something about this?" And he's like, "Hell yes, we're going to." So he decided to come in, and uh, we have a great conversation. I yeah, enjoyed it. It's very informative. It just—it's not just for the as we always make the joke, the uh, forty blunts and Timberlands walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about you know how it could replace opioids. We talk about how 
why they're why they feel this way it's uh, and why the lawmakers are making these decisions and a lot of yeah. it is is like tc says and like we say now follow the money um look at who he's getting money from why yeah. he feels this way and that even in 2017 where you can go through and fact check everything they were still being very um loose with their facts on what they're reporting to uh, a lot of the uh, general public out there oh yeah absolutely you know we you know we looked at uh you know as far as uh, attorney general curtis hill goes we looked at his you know his his money line you know where he's getting his money from and there's a lot of it that has come from pharmaceutical companies uh and then there are big donations I'm talking like six hundred thousand plus donations coming from places that uh, they're not. They don't. They didn't fucking tell anybody. They don't. We don't know where the money came from. Absolutely, and that's the, and that's one thing. Even on this, even if we're looking at the cannabis level, but we need to look at every level. Um, it's about special interest group. I've said this probably thirteen times over the times we've done these episodes. Comes down to money. Comes about back getting reelected yep. and really not serving the people the way we serve it. And once again, we had a former military person in here mm-hmm. who does not even use cannabis. Yeah, he's supporting because he knows it's going to help his fellow vets. So, and and anytime it comes down to veterans talking, you know that we're, we listen and, and yeah. we want to hear what yeah. they have to say. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. But it, like I said, it was a good episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we really, we really did. Uh, I know we've got some other episodes coming out, but this was the uh, the last one we've we've done for the month, and we will be back with fresh recorded ones. Uh, January eighth. January eighth. So this is our last one of 2017. We did today. So hopefully on your Monday or whatever day you're listening to it, we didn't phone this one in. <laughs> nope. No, this is a good one. <laughs> so to all the people that have been on the show, all the people that interact with the show. Um, you guys have made it a great year. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, the shows went from me and him not knowing what we're doing um, to now other people reaching out to us, asking us how they get started. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And we so, are we are available for parties and bar mitzvahs <laughs> and quinceaneras. All right. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, I hope you enjoy the show. This is Smugcast. I'm doing it. I'm trying to learn the chopper yes! <laughs> My GPS is was stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on! This is Smugcast. Listen up. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. Uh, I'm AP. Uh, with me, as always, the bj last one of the year last one of the year that's that's being recorded yeah. that's right we've already recorded the other two so uh you can uh, blame us later yeah yeah you're welcome <laughs> do have some some great guests in the studio i love it when uh when these guys come in because these are uh well i like to talk about pot uh, i'm not gonna lie i like to i like for the simple fact is um third time on right yeah, third time. Yeah, yeah, time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the if you didn't know anything about it when we first started, and until where we're at now, you should. You, um, you got some problems. Well, I mean, it's just not about sitting on the corner smoking weed, and that's the misconception. Blunt and a forty, a forty and a blunt, and some timbos. Yeah. Um, we learned a lot. Well, oh, you should have. Jack's been. We have Jack Kane from from I Normal in. Jack, thanks for coming. Thanks, back. I appreciate appreciate and the opportunity. He's brought he's brought somebody new to the show in. 
Uh, what is your last name? Jason what? Straw. Jason Straw. I believe. Wait, I've, where have I heard that name? Some reason of that cheap porno movie. I think you. <laughs> we don't talk about that too much, do we, Jason? I can't no, remember no. when uh, when you guys did the um, uh, the event with uh, the American Legion. Yeah, mm-hmm. was was your name on the press release? Yes, Jason was. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's where I saw. Yeah, yep. that's where I saw. Jason. Jason's been on the board for what about three months now, Jason? Something like that. Yeah, I I try to stay in the background, uh, but he's he's been involved in the movement for several years. And yeah, uh, retired from the Air Force, trauma nurse, a uh, great deal of experience. Yes. No, I really and, remember. Uh, he's just done a tremendous job for us, digging up research and, and finding out information, uh, and is a diehard advocate for uh, the legalization. Yeah. So we're real excited to have him on the board. And it's, so, it's, so, it's so weird, you know, because like the first time you came in here, you know, we were talking, and, you know, and the first thing you asked, one of the first things you asked us was like, you know, do you guys use cannabis? And we were like, no. You were like, "What? Like, what do you mean? So you're advocates and you don't you don't use it?" And we were like, "Well, we can't. Yeah, we want to be able to. We there just we can't. Can. You know." And then here we got Jason. And he's he doesn't, and he could if he wanted to. Right, right. We've got that's, actually. We've got. I'm just going to say that's insane. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's insane. Well, the thing the thing that's interesting. We've got what ten board members now, Jason. I think. Yeah, ten board, and we've got three board members who do not partake at all. Yeah. And, uh, have they ever? Do you know? I don't think they ever have. No. Really? I don't think, Jason, you never have, have you? No. <clears throat> neither is Fred and neither is Bill, except maybe in college, you know, one time. Uh, so we've got three members who are absolute abstainers from cannabis, and they're, they're all very, very involved in this issue, yeah. which I think is great because it speaks to the universality and the importance of this issue in a larger context it's not just about getting high and smoking dope it's about freedom and yeah. individual choice oh yeah so absolutely so we're all excited and uh, we talked with uh fred and he said no 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 i don't want to i don't want to I get offered a lot but i'm not going to because i want to be able to say i don't yeah i don't smoke okay but i support this yeah and uh, i think that's very uh that's very commendable i really well the day it gets legalized yeah. He's going, oh, yeah. we're going to have to fire him up with fatty. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I've got, uh, well, do what? We've got uh, so another person which will go unnamed, but uh, who is going to, can't now, but as of when? January? Is it January for Jeff? That he's going to, he'll be able to? Yeah. But anyway, I've got two friends that are uh, in M positions where they can't use it now, but they will be retiring shortly, so they'll oh, yeah, be able yeah. to. So yeah, absolutely. We're real excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just feel like there, there's 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 such a push, you know what I mean? And, and it's becoming more normalized, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, where you know you do have people who don't, who are you know we we talked earlier, you know, about how my aunt, you know six years ago was like couldn't believe that i would rather have my daughter you know smoke cannabis than you than drink alcohol and then now she's to the point where she's asking me about cbd Mm -hmm. and you know my my grandpa um you know is in a nursing home now and just it kind of losing his mind you know and Mm -hmm. i I think he's probably got uh they think it's dementia i'm almost positive that's early onset of uh, alzheimer's yeah because his mom had alzheimer's and you know i'm going i'm going let's just get him high you you got to yeah. you got to you got to let him smoke some cannabis. You got to do something. It and, couldn't you know, hurt my, him. And my dad, you know, now is is like, well, you know, if we could just get him to smoke, and I was like, man, you just just let me know. <laughs> you know I can figure something <laughs> well, out. And I saw one, I think, uh, several years ago uh, about the silver uh, down in Florida. There, one of the advocates is going around to the nursing homes and talking to old retired. You know, people are in bad health. Yeah, and. 
they interviewed one of the guys who was coming out of it, and he was just hurting, and he could see it. And he said, and they asked, well, what do you think about this? And the guy said, listen, and he had a, this plaintive look in his eye, and he said, listen, if it'll do anything to help my help me for even a day, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know? Oh, so. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know. And we we talked we've talked about this several times before, but you know I mean if it can, if it can help one person, it's worth looking into. Well, yeah, and the big thing too, and I think this is one of the things that's getting lost in the discussions, <clears throat> is the fact that regardless of whether you approve of cannabis, whether you totally disapprove of it, you know whether you love it, whether you hate it, whether you don't care at all about it, I think everybody can agree that no one should get arrested for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So the very fact of prohibition, which has been a real bugaboo of mine, as Jason knows, we talk about it all the time. I talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. Is you shouldn't, regardless, you should stop arresting people for it. The, the idea of prohibition is absolutely ridiculous. And more and more people are starting to realize that. Are you guys getting feedback from your peers about the CBD controversy and all the stuff that he'll say? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. The day, the day it... Um, that that the attorney general said you know that it was gonna be illegal and all this i mean i had people texting me going well what do we do right i'm i'm using this now you know and i'm like why the fuck are you asking me right <laughs> it's like right. I'm, I'm nobody in power but i can tell you uh just go ahead and do it just go buy a bunch and right. hope hope that you know it gets to a point where we, we it's not an issue this is this stuff's flying off the shelves yeah that's why I went to uh, Fresh Time um, uh, last week or the week before. I think maybe last week, and because I was out, had been out for. Mm-hmm. I, I ran out the weekend before he he made that announcement, and I was like, "Shit, I'm never going to get any. They're going to be out." Right. And um, I waited what a month and went in, and you know, I just kind of nonchalantly walked back around where <laughs> I thought it was, and I'll be damned, there was the case right. full of CBD, and I thought, shit, man, I gotta buy as much as, you know. Right. But, it, you know, and it, it's expensive. It really, you know, for the most yeah. part, I mean, for people who, you know, I, I would say who are in chronic pain, it's not expensive. You know, but for me, who uses it just so my, you know, ADD will allow me to function properly, <laughs> you know, and my knees do not hurt in my back, you know, it's it's like eh, sixty bucks. Eh, I don't know, but you know, at that point in time, I was like, I was like, shit, I, I don't have choice, right? Because if, you want to, if this helps you, exactly, you're not going to be able to get it. You know, we and Jason, we went down. Uh, how long ago was that? We went down to see uh, who was it? Um, Judah, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, oh, uh, in Huntingsburg, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Jurgen, Jurgen, yeah, Jurgen Jordan, and and uh, who, whose daughter was having a lot of success with that. Who's got yeah. epileptic seizures, uh-huh. and uh, they're beside themselves. You know? Yeah, because they they gave him a, they wanted him to take the FDA medication, which wasn't approved either. Right, and the Kepler, yeah, yeah. And their 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 question was, well, what's the difference between taking an unapproved FDA medication for this child and an unapproved CBD. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, got, I mean, I have several family members who I never, in a million years, grown up, would have ever thought that they would have tried anything that even remotely related to cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and it's hemp, I know, but 
I, I never I never would have thought, right? right. And I, I have a cousin who's <clears throat> real bad anxiety, and she got some other shit going on, too. And, you know, they were prescribing her stuff or whatever. And she sent out this group text message and included me in it one night. And was like, hey, this is my first night of taking uh, CBD7 and, and all, you know, all this or whatever. And, you know, of course, me, I'm like, oh, well, hey, here's what it's going to do. This is what it's going to do. This, 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 Here's this. the dosages. Here's the- <laughs> and so um, – so she, you know, she she takes it. Well, the next the next morning, I'm, it was weekend. I'm laying in bed. You know, kids were there. We're just chilling, watching cartoons. Nothing, you know. I mean, it was, I don't know. It was probably about nine o'clock or so. Phone goes off. Text message. Her. Oh my god. I can't even. She was. I woke up and can already tell a difference. Really? Just from you know less than twenty four hours being on it. And so when Curtis Hill makes that announcement, I texted her and I was like, "You're gonna have to find a bunch." And she yeah. and her and this the sweetest you know i mean she can be a little spunky you know but i mean a sweet person and her response was i cannot fucking believe this and i was uh, like yeah. whoa okay she's go. pissed there you go well, we're, <laughs> all right there's where we stand well, but, people we're finding that people are coming out of the woodwork aren't they oh okay. yeah jason's getting getting in touch with people you're all over the nation aren't they i mean where oh yeah what well, i've gotten responses from uh overseas too <laughs> yeah but see the decision the this the decision wasn't based on actual any science or any research. It was all based on money. Oh, absolutely. All based on contributions, that's all based on the the agenda. So it wasn't. That's what TC says, man, follow the money. Yeah, and that's one thing we learned, and that's what we've been doing. And also, we were doing before the show started was, and that's why I've still been sitting here doing. Yeah. Is It was not based on any kind of what's best for the people. It was based on special interest groups what's what's going to fill the pockets of uh, the attorney general well (laughs) and i think i think one of the things we're trying to do is um i obviously initiate and continue this conversation and give people a voice and and start them to start asking some pertinent questions and one of the questions is all right why is curtis hill picking this topic and making such a big deal of it yeah. Okay. Why is he doing that? What gain? What is there to be gained by, you know, focusing all your law enforcement efforts on this? All right, making this a, a, a crowning, one of the crowning achievements of your career, supposedly. Yeah. And pissing off seventy three percent of the people who want it changed. Yeah. Right? What's, and and that's where I think a lot of the media people, and I think that ordinary media people need to be asking the legislators, and people need to be asking legislators. Okay. Why is he doing this? What's in it for him? Why is he? And by their own admission, you you saw that that press conference they had a couple of weeks ago. And by their own admission, they said, listen, we're not going to win the popularity war. The, the people have spoken. Yeah, right? absolutely. They're just saying, hey, we know better than the people. Right? Yeah. The people, if you leave it up to the free market, the free market has spoken. People want CBDs and they want medical marijuana. Yeah. There's no question about that. So anything that they're doing is thwarting the will of the people. All right? And that it's totalitarianism. That's not what democracy is all about. And that's why I think people are really starting to get upset. Even people who don't use CBD are saying, wait a minute, if it helps these people and they're seeing, you know, children with epilepsy that are having trouble, you know, the veterans are, are, are getting relief from this. Uh, and people are saying, why is this illegal? And why is the government telling us we shouldn't be able to get this? And I think that's a real important question for all of us to ask. No, I, I, I mean, I, I firmly believe that. I, I, I just don't. I, I I am uh, I was just sitting here thinking about this the other day, and I'm so frustrated and just so annoyed by the political climate, 
by all by everything at this point right and i'm just like i'm like i can't i can't fucking take this anymore right like why is this shit so bad and why is everybody such at each other's throats you right. know and i'm not gonna sit here and say oh it's trump's fault it's hillary's fault it's well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say any of that i'm just saying it's there's so many people left and right, right that are pissed and everybody's i'm tired i'm tired of going on facebook i can't even, i can't even yeah. go on instagram anymore and even look at pictures because it's always a political thing and then you know on top of that it's like it's like now we can't even now we can't even say okay well well cannabis is okay you know because it's helping people now it's like well no because my interests are with with pfizer or right. with eli Lilly, and you we can't you can't get anything done right and one of the things there's a couple of things that that come to my mind when, when you talk about that and i think that it's very interesting to us to see the the groundswell of public opinion and people getting pissed off saying listen this is not right we need to um you know, politicians need to be doing what we want to do, and this is just an overreach of the government. Yeah. Right? Um, so one of the things we're trying to do at Normal is motivate people. We've had what, like twenty different people from twenty different counties that want to form. Well, we're, we're more than that now. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is is have regional meetings. So we're going to go to South Bend and Fort Wayne and Richmond and Terre Haute and Evansville around the state. And meet with like-minded people to say, okay, listen, just like you, you're fed up, we're tired of this stuff, we're going to do something about it. Normal can be a facilitator for you. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're out there in the hinterlands in Rushville or Evansville or Lawrenceburg or you know any, anywhere around the state, if you want to get involved and do something, you're tired and, and pissed off about this, uh, let Normal uh, – help you we can we've got the resources we've got three lawyers on our board of directors uh we've got all of the resources the national normal when curtis hill came out with his editorial you know back in june yeah. all right yep. the crazy one <laughs> oh I, yeah <laughs> i talked i talked with our uh ex-chairman who is the chairman of the board of national normal and said hey listen you know steve we need to do something about this and within 24 hours i had a letter yeah. Paul Armentano, who's one of the most <laughs> yeah. well-respected experts on this, detailing out why that why Hill was wrong on this. Yeah. So we're trying to do we're trying to facilitate those people and help them channel that anger and frustration into action, so we can make some change. And from a personal standpoint too, I, I get up in the morning and read CNN for an hour, get pissed off, get on <laughs> get on Facebook and get into a rant with some idiot that can't. Yeah, you know, is illiterate and uninformed on the issues. All right, and I say that's crazy. I so I can't. I'm trying to say, hey, I, I, there's so much bad stuff going on in the nation. Let's do let's let's focus just on local and see what we can do. Yeah. and focus all our efforts to try and make a difference here Absolutely. and show people and show people that they can get involved. All right, and that they need to get involved to make change, but we can do it. Yeah, and so that's what I'm trying to do is trying to put out all that negative stuff nationally and just focus on what we're trying to do and make things change here in indiana oh yeah absolutely no i mean i i i mean i, I completely agree with you know because otherwise it's, it's, it's you'll exactly. be frustrated you're pissed off all the time exactly <laughs> i mean like, oh it is i i i i, I honestly i can't it, it's to the it's to the point now or the other day i was like man maybe we should just move out of this country <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and i know that's not that's not an option that's not a solution, that's not the, but, yeah, yeah exactly but uh, you understand the frustration yes i do and i, I just i i can't i mean there's no reason for it for example i mean i i know uh, a buddy of mine uh, a guy i work with and his wife has crohn's and uh he horrible back pain and they were up here in indy the other day and they happened to be i can't remember where they were at, they had cbd oil and 
he she was he was she was like she was like well you need to try some of that for your back and he's like well I don't know if I can and he and she was like well she's like who do we call and he goes I know exactly who to call and so <laughs> she texts me <laughs> and she's like can he fail a drug test and I'm going how do they not know you know what I mean oh yeah, yeah. it's like it's like how how are these people who have known me for a long time how do how do I, how have I missed informing them on what you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i feel like i've screwed you know it's like i've screwed up with well, these people who i've known for for 12 13 years how have they how have i not yet informed them that this is not thc you know what i mean right. so it's like i feel like i feel like just from that alone i'm like okay well we're not getting the message out enough yeah then i think that's absolutely the case but the thing that's interesting is like you mentioned people are coming out of the woodwork they are absolutely appalled at this as as well they should be yeah uh so we're trying to build on that momentum we've got a bunch of activities planned for uh, the new year we want to have one regional meeting Mm -hmm. around the state every month and get those people fired up and calling their legislators um you know we've got we had the billboard up did you guys see the billboard yeah well i saw it online yeah yeah yeah. david david posted it yeah (laughs) it was bad that was awesome (laughs) so we want to do some more billboards around the state and uh, we're going to have a national, we're going to have lobbying day uh, down at the state house. We're going to work with the uh, American Legion and, and the veterans group on a Veterans Day, January 9th. So uh, okay, down at the state house. So things, the thing is really interesting to me after being involved. And I just been involved, I don't know, ten years, something like that. Neil has been involved for forty years. Yeah, uh, it's it's very gratifying to see the change, in particular, the change in attitude. Uh, and the change in optimism that's come about for a couple of reasons. I think the veterans coming out, and American Legion and, and Veterans Foreign Wars coming out saying, yeah, we need to do this. We need to look at uh, medical cannabis and support that. That's been huge. And then also with, uh, you know, Governor Holcomb and, uh, you know, G- Curtis Hill coming mm-hmm. out with all the insane statements they are. Yeah. People are really starting to say, listen, this isn't, you know. Uh, this isn't a hit getting high issue, okay? This isn't a left issue or a right issue or a conservative issue. This is about helping people. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And, and it's like you said, BJ, we talked earlier about erasing the stigma. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, the, somebody told me, I read something the other day that was pretty cool. If they would have stumbled on cannabis, okay, in the Amazon, right? It, was something, and then it wasn't been for the 80 years of prohibition, okay, and, and drilled into our heads all the time. It's so bad, yeah. it's so bad. So bad. That they would be heralded as one of the greatest medical discoveries of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, for sure. People would be going crazy about it but yep. because of this prohibition, because people have been had it beat into their heads, you know, for eighty years uh, that it's evil and it's bad and you shouldn't do it. You know, that's that's still that stigma. When then on all of the legislators that are trying to do that. Uh, still want to perpetuate that whole, oh, they're getting high, it's Cheech and Chong, it's going to be the end of society as we know it. Yeah. And that simply is not the case. And when you've got, you know, veterans, okay, I had a veteran the other day, we talked down in southern Indiana, Scott, great guy, I really enjoyed talking with him. And he was on opioids, a bunch of opioids, PTSD. And, you know, it said it's killing his wife. It's eating her organs up, you know, she's oh, in yeah. a zombie state, you know, yep. she, she won't get off of it. But he did, and he looked me right in the eye, and he said, it has changed my life. Yeah. Just like that. Okay. And for them, when you have, when they have those kind of people, all right, uh, that adds a different dynamic to it. All of a sudden, the legislators have to look, think twice about saying, oh, no, no, we're not going to do it for the veterans. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I think it was Vice Viceland has a lot of good stuff. Um, oh, man, I, they, they do some they do some they do some goofy stuff they too. They do some great stuff. With, but um, was it Weedicket where they followed the one uh, veteran that had PTSD, um, and he went with another group to DC. And all these guys, everybody was using medical cannabis and was like, their lives were totally changed around totally changed. by it. Totally got off the pills. Total, right. I mean, it just, and you know, and, and this guy struggled with it. You know, I think, I think there was probably some other things um, with him. Maybe a little bit of an addiction problem with some of the pills, which mm-hmm. is, you know, completely understandable. Yes. You know, with all yeah. the shit that they're putting them on. But, you know, it, it was very informative, you know, and I, I try to like share those episodes like on my social media right. so people can, you know, I can say, hey, look, do some research. Just take 30 minutes and watch the show. Right. And that's, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's the idea that it's just a matter of, you know, hippies and old stoners that just want to get high is absolutely not the case. When we did, um, did we come in and talk to you guys after we did our first town hall when Jim Lucas was there? Uh, I believe it was. I believe we did uh, the week before and where it came out on Monday and you guys did it on Saturday. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Right. So that was, <clears throat> it was, it was, that was a great, great town hall. We had about 200 people there yep. at, the, at the height and uh, Sue Arrington. Was there a representative from uh, Mayor uh, Muncie? Yep. Who's been supporting that and introducing bills? Uh, representative Lucas was there. A uh, bunch of other speakers. Yeah. And one of the things I noticed when I walked in, it's always for me. It's always been this issue has always been a freedom issue and the, and the stopping prohibition. And you shouldn't arrest people for pot. Period. And so I really wasn't paying too much attention, but I noticed. You know, a bunch of people were coming into the hall to listen to the speakers, and a lot of them were on walkers or on canes, or they had oxygen tubes in their nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay, or people that are obviously in frail health. Yep. And I didn't think too much about it. I'm, you know, being the host and trying to get people yeah. seated, and, you know, is everything okay, and blah, 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 blah. And it, the day afterwards, I, I stopped, and I kind of stopped, and I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those people aren't people who just happened to be walking through the state library no okay and stumbled in there yeah these are people who are really hurting okay and either either we're using this and wanted to learn more about it or it's hurting and we're looking for some option for them yeah these are people who are in pain okay these are people and one of the ladies i met afterwards um sylvia kemp from came from uh uh illinois and she's on ms young uh, younger than me then um you know, walking on a cane and, and kind of frail. Great lady, very, a lot of energy, and very fired up. And she needs it just to get by every day. Yeah. Every day. I do it because I got to get high. You know? Yeah. Hey, I have a great time. We yuck it up and get a buzz on. But that's not that's not what we're talking about here. Okay? We're talking about, you know, Scott down in southern Indiana who got off the opioids. Okay? The veteran. We're talking about Sylvia who's an MS patient, a nurse. Okay? Understands medical. Uh, issues and she needs it just to have a normal life yeah and all of a sudden that just that that kind of exploded the thing in my mind all of a sudden it's not about just freedom and and you know stop and arresting people these people need this stuff yeah, I, like absolutely. It, you know, I, I don't need it you know i like it yeah but these people need it it's like god almighty if they really need it like they do and how many veterans we talk to veterans all the time oh there's there's tons of veterans but as you mentioned the different groups this all started uh with the bill that was about children Oh yeah, and and you, 
you look at all the children that are benefited, but they make it really difficult in this state to get the children on the CBD. Right. I was going to say, this, the list is like non-existent. Well, and, and, and once again, too, and, and rather than getting caught in all of the minutia and the details about, oh, it's only good for this specific, you know, ailment and on the, only under these circum- circumstances, what people need to do is ask their legislators, why are you getting in between me and my doctor and deciding what's best for me? Yeah. Why should the senators and legislators say, no, 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 you can only have it if you've got these specific you know, symptoms and you go and jump through these particular hoops, all right, then you can have it because we think it's okay. Yeah. Rather than saying, who's best qualified to make decisions for me and my family's health? My doctor. Yeah, me exactly. and my doctor, yeah. not the general assembly. <clears throat> no, all right. <laughs> the less politicians we can get involved, the better. <laughs> exactly, and that's the discussion that we need to make. Yeah. We need to keep it on that level. Okay, first of all, nobody should be getting arrested, and even okay, not only you're not only should nobody get arrested for pot, no matter what they're doing with it. All right, if these people are need it medically, and like Sylvia, she's got a card from Illinois, so in Indiana, she's got a card. She needs it medically. Okay, she's talked to a doctor, doctor's prescribed it, and she can't, not only can she not get it in Indiana, but if she tries to get it, they're going to arrest her. Yeah. Okay. Put her in prison for 20 years. Put her in prison. She'll die there. And so it's just absolutely an abomination that they're doing this. Yeah. And it's real important that we start asking the right questions. What, why is Curtis Hill doing this? Okay, what is he going to get out of it? Why is, is there any benefit to come from doing this? There's not. He's finding out. He's not. He's, yeah. You know, those guys are shooting themselves in the foot. Why should people not be allowed to have this medicine? Why should the, would, would the, should the government be making decisions about what kind of things you should do for your health? Yeah. No, I mean, I absolutely agree. And, you know, we were talking beforehand. We were reading some stuff before you guys got here. And, and, I, and I've said this all along, but, you know, there was kind of there was kind of some I don't know some stud not really studies but there was some there was some uh, 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 shit coming out where people were making breathalyzers. Right. That were able to test. They were coming out. They right. had some good, better tests coming out where they could test for this stuff, and it was really accurate. And now I haven't really heard a whole lot about it since then. That's been like two years ago, right? right. Well, so one of the statements that we'd read, you know, was like how it was saying how you know there was no way to tell whether or not they had, somebody had just used it or you know was beginning to use it, right? Right. So. You know, we're sitting days ago. Exactly. So we're sitting here talking about this. I said, well, the problem is, I said, is that it's it's, that it's schedule one because we can't run any tests on it. I said, so there's no way to test, you know, a 300 pound guy to a 110 pound girl and let him smoke it for five days and then wait five, 10 days and then test them and then come up with a with a with an equation that tells you exactly how much that person has in their system. When was the last time they smoked it? I said, that's the, the problem is we can't test it. Right. Because it's Schedule 1. If we move it to Schedule 2, we're able to test it. Right. It's, and I, it's yeah. I mean, I, I just, I mean, that that's, it all boils down to changing the damn schedule, right? I mean, it has to. Well, the yes. If we did that, it, it would steamroll. Yeah, well, you solve all your problems exactly. once you reschedule it. Yeah. It would, change be, that it law. Would, it would certainly be a, uh, a step in the right direction. Absolutely. The, you know, the bottom line is, and this is another thing we need to talk about, is... I don't think that the, I think the media could do a much better job of being a little more critical. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. 
And so when you talk, because when Curtis Hill says something like that, nobody stands up and says, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense, or I've, saw, I've heard something else that's contradictory to that. Nobody's challenging them. All right? They always say, okay, well, we've, and we've got, and um, by and large, the media has been very good, okay? But they still have a tendency to, to fall on the line of, it's okay to arrest people for it. Okay? Yeah. Nobody has said to Curtis Hill or to Governor Holcomb or any of the people at IPAC, why are you continuing prohibition? Prohibition has failed. It's a yeah. historical failure. Okay, it didn't work with alcohol. It's not working with with marijuana. All right. Why are you continuing to con- to use this tool, which is not working? Answer me that question before you talk about anything else. Yeah. Answer me that question. Why are you doing this? It's not working. Why are you continuing to do it? Yeah, I mean, it seems like Rafael Sanchez wants to bust down the door of everybody running a scam, but yet they can't. Ask exactly. A simple question. Exactly. <laughs> call us. Call us like, for help. We're fighting in your corner. Well, okay. Why don't you ask some hard questions of these guys? Yeah. Why don't you talk to some kids that are dying of some disease that cannabis could help? Right. And then you know, then right. then I'll watch your stupid little show. I don't know. Maybe they're having fun busting down the doors. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Uh, he's a fucking rebel. Well, yeah. They're such rebels, and they're you know, it's it's it's, and not only that, and another thing too is okay. Like, remember uh, when the first church cannabis came out years? Yep. Years ago. And there was a huge cry. People were all, all going crazy. And they, the, well, I went down there, okay, and the place looked like a war zone. Really? There, oh, my God. There were police every block. There was at least 100 policemen in cars, okay, cars stationed at every block. They had four or five gangs of, of police riding bicycles all around. All the, It was huge. And it turns out that it cost – the taxpayers of Indianapolis about thirty thousand dollars okay, oh, to keep those cops there. Yeah. Right? Now another thing that everybody needs to ask, uh, media and uh, you know regular people is, all right, is that a good use of our tax money? The is that a prudent we, use no. of the gut? Okay. Is that <laughs> what we should be doing with our police? Resources. You want to no. bust down the door of somebody who maybe wants a cupcake and right, you know, some Mountain Dew or right. something. <laughs> and, and and the point is that is that we're not asking the right questions. Okay. Yeah. Why are you continuing to to this failed pol- prohibition policy? What do you hope to gain from that? Uh, when you do go, go all the rest of this, how much did it cost the state of Indiana to have all these excise guys go around to these fifty-seven stores around the yeah. uh, state? And pull all this stuff off. How much did that cost? Is that good government? Is that good fiscal responsible, being fiscally responsible? No. Hell no, it's not. No. Those are the kind of questions that we need to ask people. We need to press our legislators and, and elected officials on it. See, here, here, here's my question. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this or not. But, you know, I thought, and I, I, I still can't wrap my head around it, how, you know, <laughs> the federal government legalized uh the hemp right right so yeah, hemp's legal. so how i don't understand i mean i understand like being able to grow it you know i mean i understand i mean it's like you know it's it's like corn i mean you still have to you still have to go through you know certain things to be able to grow corn so well, not as much as hemp but no yes, not yeah. as much as hemp but i i that's why i don't understand how if if hemp is legal federally well, that then, then that's the whole idea is that there's been several attorney generals I think Attorney General from Kentucky, was it, that came out with a different opinion, who said, listen, Curtis Hill's crazy. His interpretation of the law is inaccurate. All yeah. Right? Uh, so, he, and then which goes back to my question, why are you doing this, Curtis? You don't have bigger fish to fry? Exactly. Okay. 
So I, I don't get that other than being a hard ass and trying to be Jim, Jeff Sessions' junior brother or whatever. <laughs> he spent three hundred. He spent three hundred thousand dollars to renovate his office. By the way. Yeah, that that happened oh, two years go. ago or last no. year. <laughs> no, that, Jason year. dug that up. So it, yeah, it's this year. Um, it's because you've been in office this year. Yeah, it was oh, August sixteenth. Okay. This came out. Yeah, in a mobile van, so he can go to yeah, thirty one thousand dollars that mobile van with decals that yeah. cost seven hundred dollars. Yeah, well, the decal was with his name on yeah. it, so people could see it. <laughs> he he really wants to advertise himself. You know, he he put out twice that he wanted to run for senate, but then pulled back when he started getting the negative publicity. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah, just so so. I wonder how he's trying to funnel all that money he got. Uh, yeah well this well, money's supposedly from the lawsuits that they filed for companies and when they pay the state back for like fines or whatever else that's what he's using the money for he's using it to fucking redo his office well there's a what the see they have a budget every year of, yeah. of like how much you can do like whether it's when they do if their budget office meetings. supplies and different things so yeah like if you know like the governor's mansion need a new hvac which i understand how many fucking you, pencils yeah. can you buy with three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's just it's stuff like that, which I understand that. But when you're going through, and this other thing I was reading is, you guys were talking, and um, one of the biggest reasons there's these two guys in Indiana. They think that the Association of Indiana Prosecuting Attorneys, <laughs> IPAC, yeah, they they debunked the cannabis me, uh, medical property. Said the Institute of Medical concluded this year that. There was insufficient evidence to use it to treat glaucoma, epilepsy, dementia, and hosts of other ailments. They actually didn't finish the rest of it. They left some words out. It it actually said, if you read the whole statement, it actually said that more evidence needs to be done. More studies, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it doesn't, it says. Why would you put something out that's not finished? Because because, because, because that's, their, that's their job to do. Because we all have a mind. They can to, to, yeah, we have a attention span of like this, so we yeah. read out like, oh, okay, just click to the next well, article. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they <clears throat> cut out words to make it look good for them, but then they also didn't start at the top. They went, they dug through and they went down to about the third page. The first part, if you actually read it, the very first point of that summary yeah. was that um, cannabis, the whole plant, was good for chronic pain. That was the very first point after the 24,000 studies that they reviewed, peer-reviewed from the National Academy of Science, yeah. Mathematics, and Engineering. Yeah. And they don't even mention that, that they said that it was good for chronic pain. Yeah. That, and that you, came from the national. Do you, yeah. th do you think that, um, the, I don't want to say the biggest problem, I want to say one of, one of the biggest problems is that most of the the majority of the studies that have been done have been done overseas? That, and, oh, yeah, and absolutely. Our, and our arrogant asses won't. absolutely. We've well, got. In fact, I've got. Go ahead. Well, they they actually um, the there was an article that came out about the FDA and MAP said that well we can't do the studies because the DEA yeah. National Institute of Drug Abuse won't allow us to do it. So we the FDA won't approve anything because there are no federal studies that's approved by the FDA. Yeah. That's the problem. It's a catch-22. It keeps going round and round right. in circles. Yeah, we can't study it. And there's a couple of things I'm going to leave for you guys. Uh, they keep saying two big lies, okay, about the whole thing. Yeah, and they're cherry-picking their statistics, BJ, as, as you can see. And yeah, that's why I brought it because it's just, it is cherry-picked for their um, – it's it's people that had done no research and they go to their staff members like hey give me something to say right yeah right well they're lying all the time well, one other thing is when they were actually ipac was up and talking about this 
their <laughs> their expert at the bottom of his slide it said uh, that CBD was safe and effective should be legalized immediately. That was oh, that was shit. one of the slides that was at <laughs> Curtis Hill's press conference last week. Okay, he was there. We've got a copy of it. I'll, I'll email you. A copy yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you know it's it. Yeah. That's, so anyway, so going back to what you're talking about in terms of you know studies. Well, I've got a book in my hand: Emerging Clinical Applications for Cannabis and Cannabinoids: A Review of Recent Scientific Literature, Seventh Edition by Paul Armentano, Normal Deputy Director, and it goes through. It's got, what, 200 different studies, okay, 90 pages worth of information of details uh, or summaries of studies that have been done on this, all of which are outside the United States because we can't do any research. So what they do, it's like Jason said, it's Catch-22. Hey, you know, we can't approve it because we haven't done any studies. Well, we can't do any studies because it's illegal. Well, okay, then you're never going to do anything. What they mean, what they're saying is that we need more research. All right, well, research has been done, particularly in Israel. Yeah. It's effective. There's no doubt about that. That's that's pretty much home base for all studies, right? Right. That's uh, They're they're leaders uh, worldwide in that study. But so – it has been studied. It just has been studied through all the little labyrinth of, you know, things they want to do. Yeah. Right? So it's a lie. And another of the big lies is that marijuana is not medicine. It is medicine. Oh, yeah. These prove it, okay? The, okay, I'll let me show you this one. You guys probably seen this? This is one of the greatest little things I've got. Look at that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the U.S. patent for uh, for cannabis. Right. The, the only so, patent on cannabis is held by the yeah, by the U.S. government. So there's there's three <laughs> items. Anytime somebody says it's not medicine, okay, it's a lie. For 40 years, okay, there were all kinds of cannabis medicines on the marketplace. A pharmacopoeia of, of medicines that were available included dozens of different types of, of cannabis. Eli Lilly manufactured cannabis extract. Okay, so it was a medicine for many, many years till they made it illegal. Right there, yeah. there you go. The, okay, uh, right there. So how many? Well, wow, until nineteen forty-two is on the U.S. Pharmacopedia right. as a medication. Right, exactly. And then who? Uh, contrib- Thirty different cannabis entries in its medical catalog. Yeah. And then who do they contribute to? Who? Who's who? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pfizer. Oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened is that. So the fact is, it's a medicine. It has been a medicine. <laughs> The U.S. government has a patent for it as a yeah. medicine. The U.S. government is is sending joints to several users throughout the country from their farm in Mississippi. So you can't tell me it's not medicine. Yeah. If well, you say that, you're a liar. Well, that's you know that's the big problem where they were. I can't remember. Uh, I think it was back in the '70s where they started. Sh- the federal government started shipping. Right. They still do containers to. Well, now it's. I think there's four of them left. Yeah, it's a big tens, three hundred yeah. joints. Yeah. To people in the in the United States. Yeah. As part of a, a a clinical trial. Well, now they've been sending them sending them cannabis for forty years. For them to smoke as they please. Exactly. <laughs> so they're coming long. to us saying, no, it's not a medicine. No, it's not a medicine. But yeah, they keep doing it. They keep it, sending that shit. It, it's a, yeah, exactly. So well, what does 40 years show you? It shows you that they're living an awful long time if they were sick. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, it, I can't remember the criteria, but it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty bad. The people, what, what diseases the people had. And like, I, I, I can't remember. I, I watched it. I don't know. I can't remember what it was on. But uh, the one lady, she seemed fine. It didn't seem like it seemed pretty happy to right. me. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like there was much wrong with her now. So yeah. So the the big thing is that is that they're distorting the facts and they're lying it to support their own opinion. Why are they doing that? Is the first question I ask. Second of all, I'd say 
prohibition doesn't work, why are you doing this? It is a medicine, okay? So yeah. you've got it is a medicine. It will help people, okay? The policies you're using are failing and actually exacerbating the, the situation. It's making it more uh, worse, okay? Yeah. Uh, so why are you continuing this policy? Yeah. That's that's what we're trying to do is change that dynamic from, hey, the default is marijuana is bad, everybody's using it as bad, we need to do everything we can to snuff it out, to wait a minute, it's going to help. First of all, your policy is not working. It is medicine. It's helping veterans. It's helping children. Okay. It's we can reduce the opioid people getting on opioids. It can help them when they're on opioids. Okay. It'll help them get off opioids. Yeah. And by the way, it'll it'll generate a ton of jobs. It'll increase the economy, and it'll provide a great deal in taxes. So why are you against this again, Mr. Legislator? Well, that's tell it. me that. I mean, that's, I just you know talked to my brother-in-law yesterday, and you know we were talking about it. And I mean, he's not a, he's not a big he's not a big cannabis guy. Never has been. I mean, you know, when we were younger. You know, we did right. And but he he it was just never really his thing. You know, right. And which you know I, that, that, you know that's fine. That's fine. And you know, but we we were talking about you know as far as the tax revenue goes, you know, I mean, if, if Colorado in itself can you know can turn a hundred hundred million dollars in tax revenue yeah. look at all, when all 50 states have that right well you know, i understand you know and some some states aren't gonna be as big you know they're not gonna sell a billion dollars worth of cannabis you know like colorado will because we got some smaller states you know the populations aren't there right but you know i mean indiana in itself you know we already talked about earlier is has a bigger population than colorado i mean so we're looking at a couple hundred million dollars well and and, and, and here's a perfect example they're, they're very very uh, tricky in terms of the wording that they use, okay? And, uh-huh. yeah, and that's why it's important for us as individual citizens to challenge them, but also for the media to challenge them, okay? And one of the things they said at the press conference is, oh, listen, you know, they talk about all this tax revenue, and it's not a big tax revenue. It accounts for less than 1% of all of the budget for Colorado. So what's the big deal? Well, it turns out it's $200 million. Yeah. Now, do you think the state of Indiana could use $200 million? Or should we just ignore that? What fucking state so, couldn't use $200 million? Exactly. So what they're doing is they're ignoring and downplaying any of the benefits, all right, and then up and focusing strictly on their distorted facts and things that are out of context. Yeah. No, absolutely. Canada uh, faces one last hurdle to, to becoming the first G7 nation to legalize recreational marijuana. This came out on December the 5th. It's called Canada's Cannabis Act was induced in Canada Senate Tuesday. It's uh, it was the last leg- legislative stop. It's pretty. It's also backed by Justin Trudeau. Uh, it this is the funny thing that what Jack was saying. I think it's broadly recognized that criminalizing cannabis has been a failure. Yeah, exactly. Said Tony Dean of Ontario, a sponsor of the bill. He believes the bill will pass by July 2018, if not before. Retailers have been preparing to start selling legal uh, marijuana in July, so the timing could be tight. Um, but Canada's recreation marijuana market expect to be in big dollars, according to the recent estimates for Mar- Marijuana Business Daily, an industry publication. Annual sales for Canada recreational marijuana market could range between two point three billion and four point five billion dollars by twenty twenty one. So, do you th- do you think that once Canada goes full legalization? What kind of impact do you think that'll have on the United States, if the, any at all? Uh, People will be hopping the border. Well, well of course. Here's, here's <laughs> oh, we don't need to. We just go to Colorado. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here, you know, there's there's 29 states, okay, that have legalized it now, and and District of Columbia. There's you know Vermont's getting ready to. Michigan's ready to do re- recreational as well as medical. Yeah, that's what we were Illinois. looking at earlier. Illinois is actually number one. Illinois, yeah. then Michigan, then Vermont. 
I mean, just just and imagine Ohio, Indiana. Well, Ohio's but, thinking about it too. We've had we've had twenty nine states. Okay, that have legalized this. Okay, New Jersey's getting ready to to do it. Vermont's getting ready to do it to add to that. So it's just a matter of time. All right, it's it, this is not a moral issue. This is something that's going to happen. Yeah. All right. So any little thing like Canada, Canada's going to be huge. Of course, California is going to be full recreational in January. Yep. So it's it's going to be so ridiculous to keep arresting and and, and try this prohibition mentality. Yeah. And that's exactly what Curtis Hill and IPAC said about it. We are opposed to legalization of marijuana in any form, period, end of story. They just want to keep their racket going. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And then it says, unlike legal U.S. states, which on average take more than one year to get their retail and tax license uh, infrastructure built, Canada will, will build on government-supported online sales that were implemented to support the country's medical marijuana industry. Canadians, Canadians will, will buy their pot on websites and have it delivered. <laughs> websites giants like Ganja Express and Buy My Weed Online. Really, that's Buy My Weed Online. Buy My Weed Online. Just, com. And uh, Emerald Health Therapeutics. Currently they, offer, ship, they ship yeah. outside uh, Canada. Uh, I mean, uh, people. Well, that's the question, though. The thing about this, though, is because you can get your prescriptions from Canada for everything else because they're less oh, yeah. expensive. You can get Viagra. Don't 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 look at me like that. Don't Who needs me Viagra. Like, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Let me have those couple come of those blue diamonds. Hey, I, I like to party just like anybody else. <laughs> I think so. But I always look at this from a business standpoint. That's why I've done most of my research on is I think the catch is they're they're they don't know how to get themselves involved in it. They don't know how to make money off of it. Yes. That's why they're I think that's why we're so delaying it. I don't think it has anything to do because look at the opioids, they still hand they them don't out, give right? A shit. Yeah. Because they give them out like freaking candy. They don't give so a they're shit. The, so they then they went to um pill counts, pain clinics, um, they went to seven day prescriptions, people are running out. The uh, I get drug taste de- tested twice a year from the state of Indiana, which I have to pay for it's a hundred dollars a piece. Well, that's another rack away. I haven't even talked about yeah. the money. Yep. And so, if they knew how to make money off of this, um, if they can and be able to invest money in it, I mean, Jeff Sessions is worth eight. Uh, I think eight million dollars. I know that's not a lot, but to me, it's a lot. That's what we mean. It's not a lot of fucking money. A hundred thousand dollars is a lot of fucking but money compared to most. You give me ten grand, I'll be happy camper. <laughs> compared to most U.S. citizens, you know I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so I think once they're able to make find ways to make money off of it because i think they relate to the game on it well yeah. okay here, here's what i think and it, this is um there there's no the fact that you can make money off it is beyond dispute okay through oh, yeah. through november washington state sold one billion with a b billion dollars worth of marijuana in 11 months, okay? Yeah. That's a shitload of pot. <laughs> okay. That is. A lot of can marijuana. I, can, can we find a number so, in tons as to how much that might be? In, in terms of what? As, as to how much that might be in tons. Oh, my God. Might be able oh to do a metric system. It's unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> but so, so you can monetize it. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah. Now, why the, why the Republican or the conservative politicians, and even, even Democrats, too, Joe Donnelly is crazy insane about this as well, why they are not, ex- uh, uh, you know, embracing this full term, you know, full ho- full wholesale, you know, yeah. fully is is beyond me. And because if if I had something that would help all of those people and it would generate jobs and create the uh, and create taxes and, and boost the economy, and seventy three percent of the, not seventy three percent of the people wanted it, yeah, that seems like a no brainer to me. Jump on that train. But I t- when we talked with Fred, who's 
on our board, a Republican, he said, Here, here's the situation. He says, these people are afraid of being primaried because when they're, they're gerrymandered things so de- you know, uh, uh, so strictly that in any district, it, it, uh, the biggest contest is going to be the primary. All right? yeah. And anytime you get into primary, everybody's trying to, uh, Republican primary, they're trying to out-conservative each other yeah. okay? and be as far right as they can be. So they're still afraid of being primary, and that's why they're not coming out. But what we're trying to do is change that dynamic with the regional meetings okay, and have them. Now, all of a sudden, Mr. Congressman, you've got 100 people, 200 people in your district that are for this. Yeah. Okay? So we're trying to give them cover. To realize, because it's a no-brainer, and if we don't do it, this is another thing too. From your standpoint, BJ, you talked about a business standpoint. Let's take, let's talk. You know, throw out whether you think it's evil or whatever. Here's the situation. The reality of the situation is that all of the 29 states that have legalized it, they're not turning back. They're no. not saying, "Oh, this was a horrible mistake. We're going to stop this. We need to reverse this." Yeah. No, they're continuing on. And as more and more of those states do that. Indiana is going to sit on its hands and do nothing because we're so morally superior <laughs> that we're going to get lost in the shuffle. Okay, yeah. the state, the Secretary of State. I want to get that that uh, website you had. Yeah, that talked about the Eli Lilly stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Just What's let that? me know what that was. I don't need to see it now, but before I leave, yeah, right there. Right here. Uh, so what's going to happen? Several years ago, that's off of Forbes. Okay, people didn't. People didn't. A lot of people don't remember, but many many years ago, the Indiana State. Uh, General Assembly, in their infinite wisdom, decided that we wanted to support local banks. Okay, we're going to make make Indiana strong and, and support Indiana businesses. So they passed a law saying that a bank cannot have branches across county lines. Okay, yeah. So if you had a, a bank in Indianapolis, you could not open a branch in Campbell, Hamilton County. All right, because we're going to protect each one of these local banks. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. So we did that. Well, what happened is that Ohio didn't do that. So Ohio banks grew and grew and grew and got to be very, very large. And guess what? They came in and swallowed up all of the local <laughs> banks in Indiana. Yeah. Old National right. was one of them. Fifth, yeah, third. Old National. All, Chase was. Okay, FNB yeah. got bought up by Chase. Okay. So the ver- regardless of whether they want to do anything or not, if, let's say that Curtis Hill's on right on, and by God, we're going to keep prohibition. All right? He's absolutely right. What's going to happen, the reality of the situation, regardless of whether you like it or not, the reality of the situation is that all of these other states are going to do this, and they're going to help their people, and they're going to gain revenue, and their business is going to go through the roof. And we're going to be stuck sitting on our hands talking about how much smarter we are than everybody else. (laughs) Well, just go go back to the Senate race in Alabama, right? Right. The dude rode up on a horse, (laughs) right? Yeah. And the horse you rode in on. And the horse you rode in on, mister. (laughs) But... And that was Jeff Sessions' seat, right? Right. And they still, he barely, uh, I mean, uh, Jones very won very by a small margin, right? Yeah. But what did he try to do? He tried to out-conservative, be the most conservative person so everybody would vote for him, right? Right. Yeah. You know, he was talking about the vote's not over with yet. We'll see what God holds tomorrow. And I'm like, when, right. did, when, when does God, like, hold the voting tallies? Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. God's going to come down and change it. <laughs> God's like, after you rode on the horse, I'm done with you. And we're done. <laughs> but and, uh, his wife gave the best speech ever. Like, we have a Jew attorney. <laughs> that's right. We can't be prejudiced. We got a Jewish attorney. I got, like, two black friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they, like, work at the house. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean we're friends. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. But that's, yeah. one, that's one of the points he was talking about. That Like, 
they're they're afraid of not getting elected. That's the biggest right. thing is they're afraid not to get and, elected. And so why it's important. This is really interesting too because this goes, this is all, and you guys probably are seeing this. Uh, tell me if you are, but I think you are. It's this is going way way deeper than just marijuana and CBD. Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah. This is people looking up and realizing, wait a minute. You guys are lying to us. Yep. You're not serving our interests. Everybody I look around and talk to says they want to do this, but you're saying no, no, no? Yeah. So people are starting to realize that, and they're getting pissed off enough to try and do something about it. It's pe- the, the government, as it's working now, and the people who are in the, in the federal and in the state government, we're going to focus just on state. They're not looking out for our best interests, and that's irritating people. Okay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's why we're dangerous, and that's why they're digging their heels in so much. Yeah. Because we're starting to realize, people are starting to realize, hey, this is wrong. We need to do something about it. So it's an emergence of you know, people power. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Hey, hey Jack, um, you know what Curtis Hill and IPAC's plan was to deal with the opioid crisis after they get the money from the pharmaceutical companies that they're suing? <laughs> oh, oh. You, you remember what they said, right? No, what they say? <clears throat> so I've offered a solution of why don't we start a marijuana clinic in Indianapolis and see how it works since the one that they had in New England was 100% effective of getting people off heroin for six months. Yeah. <laughs> which was phenomenal because Merritt, <laughs> <You think laughs> Senator Merritt had this device that he thought was phenomenal. It was 12% effective for five days <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't need to fix till friday you don't have to crave heroin till friday this weekend you're fucked That's well, right. i thought 100 percent for six months is pretty good oh but they, yeah they, they told me that there was controversy about that so you know it's controversy they generate i mean yeah <laughs> so their plan was to put addiction treatment facility in every county jail yeah and so they're going to arrest everybody, yeah. throw them in jail, and then Curtis Hill said, well, you can't save the druggies, the, a- the addicts, so let's throw them in jail as long as we possibly can. We'll treat them there. Well, and then we'll treat them there treat? after we've arrested well, them. Well, what are they going to treat them with? They're going to treat them with methadone. methadone. Methadone is an opioid. Do we fuck? Anybody ever had methadone? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Really? So, so I did it on is, accident. It's better than heroin, isn't it? I did it on purpose, but damn. <laughs> so the thing is, they're going to get the money from the drug companies to help fund this stuff. Oh, yeah. And then the drug companies are going to sell the methadone <laughs> to the state. And, the, and then the taxpayers are going to pay the drug companies through the system. Yeah. Do you see how that works? Oh, yeah. So, no, I, so, the, there you so go. here you have the opioid crisis that was caused because the government and, and the drug companies were working together or yeah. whatever however that ended up happening yeah uh, you know you probably had to look into oh see yeah. what the details were but here we have curtis hill ipac get to have a lot of money putting into the jails and putting clinics in and having booming prison populations by throwing people in jail and then they get to give them opioids yeah that are they're paid for by the public and then they get to hold on to them for a long time. Right. And then the drug companies get to make lots of money off of it. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect system for oh, them. Oh, yeah. System, yeah. I mean, and we can't study the effectiveness <laughs> of cannabis because it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't even do a pilot program and get it passed here yeah. in Indiana yeah. where they've done it already in New England. I mean, do you, do you think, you know, like you said, we do have, you know, 29 states plus, you know, D.C. that do have some form. Um, you know, when, you know, anything else, we have to have 60% you know of the vote to pass something when does when does it come down to when you know we we have 60 percent of the states well the 60 percent 
there, there's nothing in, in, in writing that says sixty percent is going to be a, a tipping yeah. point. Well, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I don't necessarily mean. Like in I the mean, Senate, when, you have to do when that. Does yeah. come, when does there come? You know, when the majority of the states have something passed that the federal government doesn't have to go. Okay, well, well maybe it, we need to. It's it's very interesting because there really isn't any. The federal government can continue to make it illegal and continue to prosecute people on a federal level as yeah. long as they wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Um, the way that and I'll. Ultimately, it's going to require someone to have some spine, okay, in the federal government, okay, and and none of our re- representatives across the state has any spine at all. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Joe Donnelly. I'm talking to you, uh, Todd Young. I'm talking to you, uh, Tennessee Trey yeah. Hollingsworth. Okay, I'm talking to you, Susan Brooks. I'm talking to Jaworski. Okay, I'm talking to Rakita and Messer. All of you guys, none of them have a spine. Yeah, because none of them will stand up and say this is wrong to keep putting people in jail from it. And we need to deschedule it or do whatever we can. Yeah. So the federal government can continue to roll onto this even if all fifty states have done it, unless something's done federally. Okay. Now what happened with prohibition is that prohibition, uh, act after so many st- it, it took so many states like you know thirty five states or something I forget how many. Uh, that that say that then the fi- the federal government finally did something, but there's no automatic trigger. The federal government can yeah. continue to do that. It just requires, at some point, it's just going to be ridiculous. And the hell of it is, what do you think would happen to Governor Holcomb's popularity if he said, you know, I thought about this and I'm wrong. Oh, we yeah. need to change it, and we're going to do a medical. What do you think would happen to his popularity? Well, that's, that's why I said I said before, you know, on another episode where if the candidate would run and say, look, we're going to deal with some other shit too, but first and foremost. We're going to make sure that, you know, medical cannabis recreational gets legalized. Right. How many people are going to come out of the woodworks and go, shit, I never voted for, man. Let's go check this out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll go vote. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So they're, 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 it's, they're ignoring the reality of the situation. They're putting their heads in the sand thinking it's going to go away. It's not. The people, the Secretary of State in Kentucky says she wants to push for full CBD as fast as she can. Yeah. Okay. There's a big article I read. Uh, from a business in Louisville that's creating C in Louisville right across the river and his CBD business is going through the roof. He's hiring people like crazy. Business is up. He can't make enough of the stuff. Yeah. All right. And we're going to sit around and ignore this business opportunity and ignore the people that are hurting. Okay. And continuing to use the police to harass people and to waste out, waste their money and effort yeah. on this. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. So sooner or later, somebody's got to grow a spine and send them say, we're going to do this. And the good thing is we're getting a lot of old school Republicans, okay, who are not running for re-election. I've, it's been rumored that, that Brian Bossman may not run for re-election, which would be great. Uh, so hopefully some of these new younger ones uh, are open, a little open-minded and say, yeah, you know, we shouldn't arrest people for it. If that's yeah. – at the bottom line, if you would stop arresting people for it, that would be something. Yeah. You know, but to put these people who need this medicine, okay, under threat of, you know, arrest and going to jail is ridiculous yeah no and and we 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 talked about this before on another one of the episodes but you know no offense jack but uh there's too many old heads running shit (laughs) (laughs) there's old people not old heads okay (laughs) okay yeah exactly older the older people the jeff sessions the you know that whole bunch the prohibitionists and 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 that's the problem you know, and you know, and I think that kind of comes back to maybe like some term limits and shit. You know, I know right. Oh, term just, limits would be you know, an, an outstanding idea. But I, outstanding I think that's idea. the biggest. I think that's the biggest problem. You know, I mean, we right. we weren't supposed. I mean, I can't remember who it was that said it, but you know, being a politician was not supposed to be a career choice. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it, well, it was, and, and and another thing is two things that I think are, are exacerbating this issue. One of them is inertia. Okay, it's easier to just sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you've got. 
uh, any government, any agency, any organization, the reason they exist is because they believe in something, so they want to continue their existence. Yeah. Okay? So the DEA uh, makes a lot of money, and, and their entire existence is built around marijuana is evil and bad. So they're going to do anything they can to continue that mission because it's their paycheck. Yeah. That's how they live. And also, it would be admitting that they lied. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry we lied to you for 80 years. And marijuana really isn't so bad, okay? So there's a reluctance to do that. Yeah. So there's a lot of institutional um, lethargy that it just takes a long time to get things done. And that's why we need somebody. And I could kick Obama in his ass for not doing it. He could have very easily put in a DEA agent or a head of the DEA who said, no, we're going to change this, and gone to Congress and change it, but he didn't. Yeah. And God knows the current – uh, occupant of the White House is uh, not going to do anything, but he, he, you know what? There's a, getting off topic a little bit, but some, one of my friends said yesterday, you know, having Donald Trump as president makes George Bush look like a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> <laughs> Dover, I, you know, I listen to I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, I, I can't tell you how many times people have said. Like, ooh, I, I really didn't mind Bush all that much. <laughs> <laughs> He's you know looking I mean? like a Rhodes. You know, and he, he had trouble. He literally had trouble talking in complete sentences. Yeah. Okay. But he looks like a wordsmith compared to Trump. Well, it's like, it's like you, I, I, can't, uh, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were actually playing some clips of, of W before he was elected president and then after and they were they were saying like the conspiracy theory behind it was that like they literally fucked him up, <laughs> and because when you heard him talk before like he spoke well, he I mean oh yes I mean and and just you know there was none of that that shit that you got when he was president yeah, you know stumbling and half yeah exactly and, yeah. and but once he was you know but the, you know they also kind of come back to you know well the stress of that job. You know, and it, like you could really fuck with somebody. And fuck that! And you had fucking Cheney sitting staying behind you everywhere. Oh yeah, you got to worry about that. I do it off you in a heartbeat. You shot his friend He's, in the face on accident, okay. supposedly. When you when you chalk up when you chalk up the evil people that this country's created, Cheney's gonna be right up there at the top. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He reminds me of the penguin of the nineteen fifties. <laughs> the way he talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah. I mean, I, I just I don't know, man. I I, I get. I'm so frustrated because I'm not I'm not in a, a a position to be able to change shit, and especially when it comes down to this. When I you know when I, I've done enough research and to be able to form an opinion, an informed opinion, and it's like it's like what are we doing here? Right? What? Why are we still? You know? I mean, from I mean, I can remember back in the day when California first you know legalize and it was such it was still so dangerous to own you know a farm or or a shop i mean i can i remember seeing that on the news you know and i I just all the shit that it helps well and i can't i just yeah and it it just blows my mind it pisses me off that i can't do anything about it well the thing i tell you the one thing you can do is exactly what we're doing today is you're offering a, a voice okay, yeah. to us come up and, and broadcast it all the people listen to you yep. so never uh, uh, never slight that you guys are doing a great job yeah. with that okay, well, I mean I appreciate it man That's, I mean this is you I are mean, these I mean, episodes are you know the rest of the time I mean you know we fuck off and have fun oh, and talk try to make people shit, laugh right. but you know occasionally we kind of go man we really just need to talk about something <laughs> you know no, so you the, the, the big thing that everybody can do okay is and people come up talk to me all the time. You know, oh, Indiana will be the last one to ever do it. You know, we're so backward, blah, blah, blah. And my response has always been, 
have you contacted your legislator? Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, no. Well, okay, if you don't contact your legislature, the chances are 100% that they're not going to change. The yeah. only time, the only chance we've got is for them, people to contact the legislature. So, and let them know. If it's, hey, I think we should do this. All right, you don't have to be... You know, eloquent about it. You just you have to be polite. You, everybody needs to be polite. Just but yeah, call, call them and let them know. Don't call them up. Start cussing at them. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, so that's the one thing that everybody can do. All right, but above and beyond that, uh, if you don't want to call them, you want to get involved. Send a become a member, okay, or send us a donation at inormal.com yeah. so that we can continue to put out the billboards and then to come up with the print with the printed material, okay, and and attend the hearings cheap. and all that. So it's not cheap. <laughs> so you can do that. Contact your legislator if you, you know become a member of normal or donate and talk about this issue and get involved. Okay, and the, and the bottom line of the whole thing is that people have forgotten that politics, democracy, all right, here in this country, it's a participatory event. It's not a spectator sport. Yeah, everybody's we've gotten lulled into sleep and thinking somebody else is going to do it, and it didn't get done, and that's why we're in the mess we are now. Yeah, and that's. One of the reasons why they're running so scared. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff we can do. You're doing a great job. We appreciate your help. We appreciate you letting us come on and, and uh, you know talk our uh, our trash as we do. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're performing a very valuable public service. Well, I appreciate That's it, great. man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's something that I'm I'm passionate about. And I know I know BJ is too for personal reasons. And and you see, you guys and you guys, this is what floors me. I mean, they're board members and they don't smoke, and and that's I, I admire that very much. I really admire you guys who can't smoke, and yet you're still out here. Where you haven't said, "Oh, let it go," it doesn't matter to me. You're still out there, and you're and you're fighting, and you're uh, passionate about it, and wanting to do change. And uh, you know, I do it because I like pot. You know? Yeah. Uh, and also, there's a lot. Of, now I'm finding there's a lot of people who need it and are suffering. And, you know, but the thing about it, you know, you say you know you do it because you like pot. I guarantee you, if you got off of it, you'd go, "Damn." My fucking back hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, hey, no offense, but oh, yeah. Jack, you're getting up there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This, I, this I thought he was 24. <laughs> that's just my youthful exuberance. Okay, I thought the weed out. aged him. There's another conspiracy theory uh-huh. there for you. Not, I'll be 66 in uh, this week, okay? And and my crowning achievement is going to be I'm going to start drawing Social Security next January. <laughs> Thank God. Dude, so, no, yeah, I, I, I embrace that completely. No That's kidding, great. man. The the first time you came on, and uh, you remember uh, uh, Jess, uh, Jess uh, from Blonde Brunette. She oh she sat in with uh, 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 David and um, she has uh, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. David and Bobby came on and talked. And to you Jess was on here. Jess has actually been on the news with her daughter because her daughter has epilepsy. Okay. And um, we were we were talking to her, and she was like, she goes. I was so glad that he said his age during that show. She goes because you know you, you know we take a picture after every show and we put it on Instagram Monday morning. And she goes, I saw the picture, and she goes, I was listening to the show, and she goes, that's not the same person. She goes, that she goes, that's an old man in that picture, and she goes, that sounds like a, a younger guy in and you know. And then you finally got to the point, and you said, you know, I'm I'm 66 years old. Yeah. I've been doing you know, and, all, and she was like, holy shit, that's that is the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really nice of you to say, but I have no problem. I I have a time in my life. It's uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful life I've got. So I'm very pleased. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, and even a lot of you know, in that first episode, a lot of people said, you know, I mean, he's that's it's something he's been passionate about his entire life, you know, and he's he's you know, he doesn't fit that stereotype, 
you know, where he's he's the hippie that, you know, only wears tie-dyed and, you know, and says man every other word, bro. You know, bro. And, you know, I mean, he, you're a guy who who had a job, who retired, you know, and, and and is now, you know, really pushing, you know, for this. Right. You know, and, and a lot of, a lot of people were surprised. They I mean, it really were. I mean, some of the feedback we got on that first episode, they were like, well, "Shit, man." And I mean, he had <laughs> people he had people texting him and was like, "Well, hey, man, what's this about?" You know, I wanted to ask questions. We were like, "All right, shit." All right, we hit a topic here now. Right. Like, you know, it's something I'm passionate about anyways, you know, and then for other yeah. people to, to really go, "Hey, um, I got a question I need to ask you." <laughs> you know. Well, you know, if you want if if people have got questions, uh, we'd be more than happy to to answer questions or have a discussion or anything we can do. You know that. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, what yeah. else? You got anything else over there? No. We'll uh we'll wrap it up. I mean, no, this is, this uh, is good in, good information. I it's think. it's ongoing, so yeah. that's a good thing. Oh, about absolutely. It. That's it's, one it's, thing that's by one of the shows is is because things can change in six months. Yeah, eight mm-hmm. months, and there's always. Well, the good the good thing is that <laughs> Curtis Hill and IPAC are you, everybody anybody who's been around marijuana at all in any case knows that this is all a lie. Oh yeah, all, absolutely. And the, and they keep talking about it, and they keep digging themselves a hole. And getting themselves in trouble, they're shooting themselves in the foot all the time. Yeah, and so we're going to capitalize on that, and throw them out, of, throw them out of office. Yeah, absolutely. We got well, you know, I got in this movement a little over two years ago, and shortly after I retired out of the military. And funny thing is, I was actually anti-cannabis. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, some of the guys I was in the military Look at with you now. Yeah, some of the guys I was in the military <laughs> with, all grown up. They're, they're like, He's all grown up. <laughs> I never thought yeah. you'd be advocating for cannabis. Yeah. You're too straight laced. Yeah, and part of that is. The 100 years of police history in my family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where Curtis Hill came out of Elkhart. Oh, yeah. My family has been police officers there and still are police officers there to this day. How's it feel to be the black sheep of the family? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, so listen, before we go, I've got some stuff I want to leave for you guys. You guys have been outstanding fans of the program and, and it's always a gas to come in and talk to you guys really, yeah thanks man really appreciate that and good comments you've got no. at least someone so we've got we've got a couple of things uh not not real fancy but i've got a book the emerging clinical applications that talks about the studies that have been done around the world uh for medical marijuana uh so that's a great resource and i've got some uh brochures i can get you many more of these responsible use of yeah uh medical marijuana and i've also got a couple of You've already got plenty of shirts from us, so yeah, I know. Oh, we oh oh, look at you. Oh, There's some. That's yes. a nice little pin there. Uh, you know what I tell people? We sell those pins. That's a gold leaf marijuana pin. It's very nice, and we we sell those all the time at, at shows and people, places where we're out. And people are all looking at it. And I said, "Oh, listen! It, I guarantee you it'll go with any outfit that you've got." Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be sporting that. My wife so, will love that. You should wear like a nice uh, when you go down for the holidays. Wear a nice blazer and put it on. Oh there. yeah, sure. Oh, looks great. Now you guys, if you got, I gave you copies. You got copies of this? My prohibition on me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So those are some things, and those are some questions that we should be bringing up all the time. Why are you continuing to harass people on it? Why should you? If nothing else, if nothing else, fine. It's a, it's a worst worst thing in the world, but don't arrest people. Make a, make arresting people from marijuana the lowest possible priority. And yeah. one of the lies that they've got on IPAC is that nobody's serving jail time for marijuana. Well, that's a lie. That's horseshit. Oh, that's complete horseshit. That's complete horseshit. And what they say is prison. Well, prison means, yeah. you know, Either prison. over a year. Yeah. yeah, okay. And the big thing is, even if they don't aren't in prison, you've put them into the 
law enforcement, the, the legal the system, okay, yeah. okay, and they're on probation, and they're they're paying court costs, and they're all of this other crap that they're going through. So they're in the criminal justice system. And the flip side of that argument is, okay, great, you're right. They're on. They're nobody's. Nobody's spending any time in jail for pot. No, it's not a big deal. Well, if that's not a big deal, then you shouldn't be arresting people for it, right? Then yeah. it doesn't matter. We could change the laws because it's not impact, right? Absolutely. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I think it's perception over reality. Because um, right. a lot of it was, um, same way crack came in in the 80s, that was manufactured. And a lot of it was based on, like, well, if you use pot, it was almost like an economic standpoint. Well, those for people in certain economic places and those are like certain races only use this and use that right. they, they try to use that yeah. tactics and it was all done by people who run this country that's the scariest part and that's the biggest thing is follow the money and all this at one point in time was set up by our government yeah right well think about what those th- those stigmas do i mean if you get caught with marijuana and you get a felony you no longer qualify for student loans oh yeah you, yeah you, I mean, pretty much you have to pay for college yourself. And now with college costing you $24,000 a oh, year, yeah. Hell yeah. Who, who can afford that? Well, only the very rich. Yeah. And they can afford attorneys, so they're not going to get the felony anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we will become the Amazon of hot. It kind of happens in Indiana. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, I just want to be able to plan. grow it. That's the plan. We're, we're going to get you a... Oh, good. Good. We have a grower. We're, <laughs> we're going to get Jack. Oh, don't you worry your sweet little head about that, boys. We're going to get him an old school Volkswagen convertible and just Absolutely. deliver. Absolutely. <laughs> he just rings the doorbells like, I'm here, bro. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad retirement job to have, would it? Except, no. yeah. Yeah. Except no, he man. won't leave. He's he stayed at stops way too long. <laughs> Hey, you got to get it. You got to make sure the product's okay. That's right. Quality control. <laughs> it'd, be one, it'd be one of those things where eventually we show up at the attorney general's house and be like, ah, see, I knew you smoked weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it wasn't my fault they made me say those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, you know, before we head out here, I, I will say, you know, if anybody that's listening, if, if you have questions, you know, and, or if you have an argument and, and you want, you know, email, email us. Right. I will I will I will spend all day sending you information that will de- debunk or help you solve whatever problem that you have. That's right. I mean yeah, I mean it, it, the the information is out there. If you got a question and and you're you, you don't know how to use Google, um, email, <laughs> I, I guess you can email us. If you don't know how to, how to use Google, you're not going to be able to fucking email me either. So I don't know why where I'm That's going right. with this. If you got a problem, you'll you'll solve it. I, if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. There you go. Yeah, but you know this is I'd love to have a forum where people you know send in a bunch of questions yeah. and you know what about this what about that Absolutely. especially I'd, i would love to get into a debate or discussion with ipac or anybody that's pro yeah. prohibition yeah uh, Absolutely. they run from you jack what's that they run from you jack yeah they, they, they won't should. come to our yeah. stuff i mean there's only very few issues where i agree with anything which is basically but it's all education based yeah like yeah. i have two sons 14 and 12 i have conversations with them about it the yeah. pros and the cons you have to, you know, and, and kids, kids at fourteen should not be smoking dope. No, period. End of story. Should, no. They, they should shouldn't. not. They and shouldn't be drinking too much Mountain Dew. No, no. and I, and I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer. You know, you 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 really do need to like from my personal experience. I know that you know the first time I tried I tried cannabis, I was really young, and I saw you know my grades drop off yeah. you know but my brain wasn't ready for that no. it, it couldn't handle thc in my brain you know so i mean there does come a point in time but when i was over 21 and i started smoking it i was fine right like i actually you know it, it made it made me happier you know it it made me more compassionate 
Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it actually makes people more. You know, I mean, I remember. No I can remember. I can remember sitting there. You know, on the couch, just chilling, and you know, TV's on, but I'm not watching it because I'm thinking. Right. You know, and I'm thinking. You know, I'm deal. I'm dealing with stuff. You know, right. like emotionally. Right. That you know, whether it be like somebody dying, like I'm, I'm dealing with that now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and then right. you know, when that time comes, it's like it's like okay, well, I can handle. You know, I can handle this. I'll, I'll help you guys because I've already dealt with this. Right. I mean, I did that a lot. And oh yeah. I, it's, it's it's so. I don't know, it's, man. There's there's just so a, many benefits. It's it when yeah, and the hell of it is, you know, when they, in twenty years or whatever down the road, it's gonna people are gonna realize, not only is it not bad, but this is a sacred plant that Mother Nature has given us that does remarkable things. Oh, absolutely. For these for these people, to not only not allow us to use that and that, but actually go to the extent of prosecuting us for it is a sin. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's weird. It's weird that you know, like my kids, you know, they're 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 four and six. Like they don't they don't know that we haven't always had the internet. They you know they don't know that <laughs> we that, didn't it, always have iPhones right. that they could play games on. Right. You know, it's funny. Like they'll see a TV and it, it like we have like a, a Apple TV. Well, that, that it shows apps on the TV. Well, they want to go up and touch that app and turn that app on. Right. Like that's a fucking TV. That yeah, you, they've that's got, not a phone. You can't. You can't just go up and touch they've that. They've grown up with. They've grown. They can take a. Exactly. You can take a picture. They oh, can yeah. FaceTime with somebody yeah. in Hong Kong. Exactly. Okay. You know, and it's, real time. And, it's, and mm-hmm. you know, and I hope that within their life, you know, that you know they're going to be sixteen years old and they're going to go. What do you mean this hasn't always been legal? Yeah. What do you mean you used to throw people in jail for like, this? Like, we, they used to, yeah, yeah, for life. Yeah, we used to put people in life for having this little thing right here. Right. We used to put them in prison. There's plant. probably still people in prison at that point in time because we haven't let them out over this one little plant. And that's probably, and as if we look out in the future, our job wouldn't, won't be done once we get it legalized because then we need to start working on all the people who are in jail yeah. unjustly yep. to get them Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming in. I always love it. Outstanding. Thank you very much. Great to see you guys. Yeah, I guess it shows that we're not uh, one-sided, (laughs) one-dimensional. We don't just get on here and crack nut jokes and butt jokes. (laughs) 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 You know, I couldn't let an episode go without at least saying something about the butt. Well, you know, my my cousins who were cops, they told me a marijuana joke once. Oh, Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they said, you know how to tell the difference between... An alcoholic who drives and a marijuana person who drives. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, you know the person who's alcoholic's weaving all over the place, driving like crazy, uh-huh. <laughs> and and the person who's driving with marijuana, they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm going so fast!" <laughs> and they also walk up and knock <laughs> on, on the, the window door. and say, "Hey, can you?" Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that was always my problem. It's like I, I would have to set the cruise just to make sure right. I stayed at the proper speed in between the white lines and uh-huh. 65. <laughs> That's right. And I do have, uh, and I do to keep. Uh, tradition with our dad joke. Someone sent me a dad joke. All right, let's hear it. I am uh, pulling this up. This is for and sent in from our buddy, uh, uh, Asian Sensation. Yep. What do you call a bunny with a crooked dick? A bunny with a crooked dick. I hop. Fuck's funny. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-yo. <laughs> on, 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 on that note. On. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll wrap this up. Uh, no, thanks again, guys, for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Uh, give, give out. Yeah, what's your social media? 
What's all the Twitter? So we we don't have Twitter. Here's what's going on. We as we're an older organization with old guys like me. Uh-huh. Uh, we're desperately trying to upgrade, so we're in the midst of working on a new website. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got a social. We've got a communications director. Right now, we're on Facebook. We're, it, anybody that's out there is interested in social media and we're helping us. We need help. Okay. So get with us on Facebook. Uh, we're having. Uh, we're meeting with uh, somebody this next couple of weeks. With somebody's going to help us with social media, so we're trying to expand that. As yeah, the bottom okay, line. good deal, good yeah. deal. All right, if any, go to inormal.com, inormal.org. So, got you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, it's at Smugcast Show. You can follow BJ on Twitter. Uh, it's at the BJ Robbins. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, at the Aaron Powell. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Smugcast. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Uh, it's Smugcast underscore. Uh, and if you got any of those emails you want to send us, it's SmugcastShow at gmail.com. Uh, also, a big shout out to Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you can go to their website, rangernutrition.com. Use promo code SmugCast. You're going to get 15% off at checkout. Uh, also, My Easy Company, uh, you can go to their website, myeasycode.com. Use promo code SMUGCAST, and you're going to get 10% off. Uh, also, a big shout-out to Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week. Uh, without them, we wouldn't be able to do this because we didn't know how. Nope. Uh, but that's Repo Records taking the music back. And so what are we going out to this week? Uh, I picked Scholar Gray Coming Home Part 2 for several reasons. Uh, this goes out to anybody that lost anybody. Might be spending their first holiday without them. Or maybe it's somebody for the longest time we finally get to see. Because, I mean, this year has been a hell of a year. We met a lot of new people. Yeah, we met did. a lot of old people that we hadn't seen yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Shout out to Bo Hall. Shout out to Bo Hall. Song for the first time in a long time um, Friday. Awesome. Came awesome. up. So just one of those songs that's kind of well-rounded and to all the soldiers uh, that are not coming home for the for the holidays to see their family just you yeah. know go out to all those guys and tell them thanks for everything that they do all right well like you said again thanks for coming in guys thanks cool. guys all right till next week kids stay, stay smug and the blood will dry Underneath my nails And the wind will rise up To fill my sails So you can doubt And you can hate But I know No matter what it takes I'm coming home I'm coming home Tell the world I'm coming home Let the rain wash away All the pain of yesterday I know my kingdom awaits And they've forgiven my mistakes I'm coming home, I'm coming home Tell the world I'm coming Still far I'm coming home, I'm coming
coming home Tell the world 